0: Just a couple of verses of Scripture. And I'm going to talk to you for just a few minutes and then I promise we'll get out of here. But I believe before we leave here, somebody's going to be changed. Say amen. I believe somebody's going to leave here empowered. I don't believe you can't... Listen, if you came for a regular church service today, you can get up and leave at any time. I give you my permission, but I'm going to obey the Holy Ghost. Okay, all right, thank you. Romans chapter 13, verse 11. And this, knowing the time, that now it is high time to awake out of sleep. Say somebody, wake up. Look at your neighbor, say you better wake up. For now our salvation is nearer than even when we first believed. Are you hearing me? I said now is our salvation nearer than when we first believed. And he said that verse 12, the night is far spent. The day is at hand, therefore let us cast off the works of darkness, come on, and let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk properly as in the day, not in revelry and drunkenness, come on, not in lewdness and lust, not in strife and envy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no, oh yeah, I'm preaching to somebody, and make no, I'm preaching to myself too, make no provision for the flesh to fulfill fill its lust. Come on. I'm telling you we need to know the times and the seasons that we live in. We're not uh, I, I, y'all. I, I, I'm going to preach. I, I'm going to do my best to do what I can. But I'm telling you. Let's go back to the 11th verse because I want to talk about this just a minute. It said knowing the time. See I, I, if I've ever been in a time now I, I, I started preaching when I was 17 years old and I knew the pastor when he was yay high to a duck and I was only a teenager but uh, and come to find out his dad used to to bowl with my grandparents and things like that, but he's not lying to you when he said he called me. My son Caleb, uh, he's uh, he's. I wish he'd have been here today, but it was Youth Sunday because he he's never had a lesson in his life, but he can beat the drums, the hound out of the drums. He's picking the banjo, picking the guitar, pick the mandolin, picking the piano. He can play the organ a little bit. He's something. He's, he's I think he's going to be some kind of a musical prodigy. But when he called me to tell me about my son's uh, cornbread, that's what they call him behavior or whatever it was that was going. On it, I'm sure it had to do with behavior because I know my son, and uh, because he's a PK, and that makes it even worse, unfortunately. But, uh, uh, but that's just what happens. But when he called me, I, I I had no, I wasn't trying to be spiritual. Y'all get that tomorrow. See, I wasn't trying to be super spiritual and be hyper spiritual and, and try to get caught up in the emotion. But the whole time he's talking to me, the Holy Spirit's ta- uh, talking to me. I- I'm hearing the Holy Spirit louder than I'm hearing his voice. And, and I did tell him, he didn't know me, and I know he thought I was crazy because he went dead on the other end of the line. I said, I said this is not the last time you're going to call me. Uh, and then he calls me. And then he calls me again. Then he calls me again. I th- it was almost a year later, I think, before you called me. I, I, I can't remember that, but anyway, I'm, we know in the times. See, so you got to understand, I'm not afraid to cross denominational barriers because I really could care less about denominations. Come on. I really could care. Now, I I want the doctrine of the Word of God, but that's all I care about. I don't care what name you put over the door. You can be shift, advance, out, in, up, down, inside out, uh, upside down, whatever you want to be, as long as Jesus is glorified on the inside. Come on. And I'm telling you, we must know the times that we live in. And I'm trying to give this to you like God gave it to me. But we're living... uh, Okay, let me tell you. you. Can you get another Scripture? Go over to 2 Timothy. Go over to 2 Timothy. Wait a minute, let me make sure. Let me go over it. I'm going to look. Hold on. Okay, no, it's 1 Timothy chapter 4. Go to 1 Timothy chapter 4. You've got your Bibles or your cell phone? Go, go to 2 Timothy chapter 4, or 1 Timothy, I'm sorry, chapter 4. I want to read it to you. This is how you know the times. How do I know the times, preacher? You know the Word. How do I get to know God in a deeper way? You know the Word. Can, can, can I just be transparent with you today and nobody get offended? Be all right with you? It's not going to be anything ugly. It's about me. I was raised Baptist. We didn't know there was a Holy Ghost. We had a little lady, and, and, and some of the Baptists I was in, we didn't even that's all right, you don't mind that, do you? We, uh, and, and he'll understand. And, and we, uh, Listen, I was raised Baptist. Nothing wrong with Baptist people. But they stop at Calvary, and they get in good with the blood, but they never go on in to the fullness of the Spirit. But I didn't even know there was a fullness of the Spirit. Because when, I, when all I ever heard was that was of the devil. Come on, somebody. I know there's some folk in here who know what I'm talking about. And, uh, anything beyond being saved was of the devil. I want to express something to you. They don't understand what they're saying when they say that, but it is a lie. Because God never would have sent the baptism of the Holy Spirit. in Acts, He said in Acts chapter 1, verse 8, you're going to receive power after the Holy Ghost comes upon you. He didn't say you'll receive power after you're saved. He said, if you know your Bible, but see, you've got to know your Bible if you're going to be able to discern the times that you live in. Because I want you to understand today, there is coming a Spirit upon the earth that is going to have to be handled, and the only way, oh hallelujah, the only way it can be handled is by the power of the Holy Spirit. You'll never handle it in your flesh, you'll never handle it in your mind, you'll never handle it with your education, you'll never handle it with... I go to the gym about five days a week and I try to get in there. Why? Because I'm trying to keep myself motivated, keep myself with strength in me, which is not that much. And he better not get up and tell what little bit of weight I lift. But anyway, I I go in there to keep myself in a position that whatever I need to handle, I'm able to handle it. Why did I start in the gym? Because about five years ago, I delivered the mail. That's my secular job. And and I, I, I wasn't that much heavier than I am now, but I I got out of breath just going from the mail truck to the door to deliver a package. And I thought, there's something wrong with this picture. So I began to change my direction. Come on, somebody. I I began to understand the circumstances where I was. See, I began to discern that if I don't get this dealt with down the road, I'm going to have more problems than what I have right now. Are Anybody hearing what the Holy Ghost is saying in the room right now? And see, there is a Spirit coming on the earth that we better understand where we are. Are, and I'm going to tell you where we are in just a minute in First Timothy chapter 4 but we've got to understand what we're dealing with. Uh, the Bible said ah, I feel the Holy Ghost in here. Uh, the Bible said we do not war against flesh and blood but against powers and principalities and rulers of darkness in high places. He said the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. You'll never pull down anything you're dealing with when your flesh. The flesh is the enemy of God. The flesh is the enemy of everything. Your flesh can be controlled by this world but the spirit on the inside of you will prevent the spirit of this age from controlling your circumstances. You missed a good place to give God a hand clap right there. Where are we at, preacher? Okay, I'm going to tell you First Timothy chapter 4. Now the Spirit expressly... See, I'm loud. I'm sorry, y'all, but I'm loud and proud, and I'm proud of it. Now the Spirit expressly said that in the latter times, some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons. You've got everything in your that you can think of floating on YouTube, TikTok, whatever you want to watch. I don't care what you watch, just keep your eyes clean. But I'm telling you, you've got everything out there right now. In case you don't know it, there is a great deception arising right now several years ago. And y'all, if this is live, I hate that for you. It is. Oh, I, oh, it's not okay. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and tell it like it is several years ago. Now, don't think I'm crazy because I have not lost my mind, but I, I have a big garden and several years back I was working in the garden and I don't remember. I think it was 2013 or something like that. And I was bent over hoeing something and all of a sudden the Spirit of the Lord dropped it in my heart and said, here's how they're going to explain the rapture. If you don't know what the rapture is, get with your pastor. You need to talk about it because the rapture is when Jesus comes in the clouds. The church is getting up out of here and then the enemy's going to have seven years to try to wreak havoc but God still got his number even in that seven year period I don't care if you believe in it or not you can stay here you can have my house but I'm out of here you can have my bank account my debit card will be in my wallet go right ahead I don't need it because I'm going in the first load but I want to tell you something uh, uh what was where was I going I just got sidetracked anyway there is a spirit of this age Ah, uh, let me go back to my scripture oh yeah doctrines of demons there's everything out there and that you can think of and the I was working in the garden and the Lord said to me, said this is how they're going to explain the rapture because it's the only way. I didn't know this at that time and if you could go back in timeline and I'm sure we could on some of my videos that are on my Facebook page. The Lord said they're going to explain the rapture call it UFO abduction. And I thought, what? Because I'm not a sci-fi guy. I'm not, I never have been that. But I'm telling you, that's how they're going to explain the rapture. How do you know that, preacher? Because since then, I've watched them in the last year and a half expose so-called alien footage. and all They've been before the Senate committee. Come on, somebody. This is a great deception coming on the earth. And there's going to be people that believe this stuff that when all of these people disappear, and you don't have to believe that, but uh, uh, you, you can, like I said, you can have everything I've got, but all of these people, there's coming a moment in time that the saved of God are going to be lifted off of this earth, and we're going to be taken out of this. How do you know? Because 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 said, Brethren, I don't want you ignorant concerning them which are asleep, but the dead in Christ are going to rise first, and we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together in the clouds to meet him, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Come on, some Somebody, ah, ah, let me go on a little bit. Listen, you've got to have the Spirit of the Lord to be able to discern the time you're living in. Oh, I didn't mean to preach like this, preacher. I'm trying to behave. He said in verse 2, Speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their own conscience sealed with a hot iron, forbidden to marry and commanded to abstain from foods which God created to be received with thanksgiving. Look at verse 4. For every creature of God is good. Let's go on down. Uh, Let me see there. Uh, Hallelujah. Let me go on down a little bit. I want to give you some more here. I want to give you some more here. Let me go on down here and see where it's at. Maybe it's over here. I'll go over here just a minute. Hallelujah. I'm going to get in the word. Let's get in the word today, just a second. Uh huh. Well, well, I've lost it now. Hold on. I'll get there. The Bible said in the last days, perilous times will come said men will be lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God I've watched it I'm 42 years old I just turned 42 years old in February I've watched it over the years the Bible said that in the last days there will be a great falling away that's what you just heard in 1 Timothy chapter 4 verse 1 he said they'll depart from the faith how many and I don't want you to raise your hand but how many in this room would be able to raise your hand and say you know what I've questioned my own faith even in the last year or two I've question my own faith in the last year or two. I've always been a strong man of faith, but I'm telling you with the spirit of the age in the earth I've had some things come to my mind just a few weeks ago. I'll just go ahead and be transparent with you. Just a few weeks, a couple of months ago I was preaching a revival down in South Tennessee and while I was down there every morning that I got up the enemy said why don't you go home? Why don't you quit worrying about pastoring? Why don't you quit worrying about preaching? Just preach every now and then. Spend time with your family you don't need to worry about all that but I'm telling you all that was was a ploy to try to stop the anointing on my life that's why you're dealing with some of the things that you're dealing with it's not just life life doesn't just happen the enemy knows what giftings are in your life and the enemy knows what God wants to do with you because every person in this room has a destiny in the kingdom of God and I'm telling you the devil knows it just as much as God knows it And the devil hates the day that you ever step in to the position that God wants you to step into. Why? Because he understands Luke 10, 19 when he said, Behold, I give you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means harm you. I'm telling you, we've got power through the Holy Ghost over the enemy in this life. Clap your hands like you believe it. Oh, hallelujah. He said, men will be lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God. Heady, high-minded, truce breakers, false accusers. It goes on down through there. He said, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof. What does that mean, preacher? That means you can have religion all day long. You can talk it good. See, i got a lot of people that I know they've got a good religion, but their lifestyle doesn't prove that they've got a good relationship. Ah, say amen, somebody. Ha. See, you've got to have more than just religion if you're going to make it through this life. You'll never make it with religion. It'll last for a little while. How do you know that, preacher? Because I've seen too many drunks come to the altar and they get a good little touch and they'll get an emotional fix. See, have you ever been in the place that you got under conviction that you went and prayed a little bit and it lifted and you went right back out to your same mess? Don't, don't raise your hand. Just, you can just say, oh me, if that's you. But I'm just telling you, you can you can have a form of religion, but when you get a relationship with Jesus Christ, that means walk every day with Him. See, that means have a. You don't have to be so spiritual and and have to do all these certain legalistic things. But I'm telling you, it's nothing. It's a wonderful thing to get up in the morning and to know He's right by the bedside when you're getting up to go to work, and it's a wonderful thing to know that when you go to bed at night, all you got to say is Good night, Jesus. It's been a good day. Oh, it's been to tell you something it's a wonderful thing to know that when the doctor gives you the worst report you've ever had in your life and some of you I know you may not have ever been there but there's some that they've heard the C word and stage 4 on the other end and they don't know how they're going to make it it's a wonderful thing to know Uh, Paul said that I may know him in the power of his resurrection and in the fellowship I wish I had a church in here today that understood what I was talking about. I'm telling you, we've got to know the times we're in. There are people that I can't reach, that the pastor can't reach, that are in your atmosphere, that only you can reach. You're the only one got the seed in your seed bag that you're the one that's going to walk by. Uh, What are you going to plant down there? What are you going to throw in the ground around them? Because I'm telling you, we can't reach everybody. That's why it's important that the church gets fired up and gets empowered and becomes who God has called them to become. Because God needs kingdom people. Knowing the times that it's high time to wake out of sleep. You know what I believe the Holy Ghost is saying? Wake up wake up wake up shake it off shake the dust off see take the bible off the coffee table take the bible out of the back window take the word of god and get the dust off it they used to sing a song when i was growing up there's dust on the altar dust on the holy word i can't remember it all Uh, but uh, it's it's time to dust it off it's time to pick it up again Uh, maybe you came in here this morning and you thought preacher i just i didn't know i don't know how i'm gonna make it it's time to pick it up again It's time to pick it up again. It's time to give it another shot. It's time. Listen, the only failure that's final is the one where you stay down. Did you hear what I just said? The only failure is final uh, uh, is the one that when you stay down there. Because see, if the enemy can convince you, you're never going to amount to nothing. Who do you think you are? You're never going to see that vision. You're never going to see that dream. You're never going to see this or that or the other. Well, you've got to know where you live. You've got to know the times that you live in. And you've got to know the God that you serve. Because you know who I serve? The God I serve said I'm going to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that I'm able to ask or even think. And guess what he said? According to the power that works within us, See the same God said every good and perfect gift comes down from the Father of lights in whom is no variableness. See we're shady but we don't serve a shady God. I said we're shady sometimes. But we don't serve a shady God. One of my favorite verses is Numbers 23, 19. It said, God is not a man that he should lie, neither the Son of Man that he should repent. He said, have I not said and will I not do? I wonder if there's anybody in this room that's got some promises from God that maybe you've not seen it come to pass yet. But I want to tell you and encourage you this morning, it is going to come to pass. I heard the Holy, yeah. I heard the Holy Ghost say while I was back there by the door worshiping during worship he said I'm about to shift this church more than just their name more than just the title over the door there is a spiritual shift. There is a climate shift coming to this house that you've not seen yet. That's the reason I said I don't get in a hurry. Quit getting in a hurry with your worship. You don't have to get out of here. And if you need five minutes, go on down the road. I'm not trying to run nobody off. Don't do that. But I'm just telling you, if you can't handle uh, taking time out to worship the God of heaven who has given you the breath to get up out of the morning get up out of the bed this morning if you can't worship the God of heaven that has supplied all of your needs according to his riches in glory then there's a problem there anyway and I invite you down to find a brand new place of relationship that you can worship him in freedom hallelujah woo y'all got me hoeing the ground today or plowing it. one knowing the times I'm almost done. I promise I'll be done in a minute. That it's high time to wake up out of sleep. Wake up. What do you do when you go? See, God's not this big, big white bearded man that's up there got his billy club. Wake up, idiot! He's not like that. When I'm getting ready to go somewhere with my son, my son thinks that I hung the moon. I'm dreading him getting old enough to know better. But I don't go in there and and, and just now, I go up there. All I have to do is barely, really talk calmly. He knows my voice, but I don't. When I when I want to wake him up, I just go up there and get a hold of his back or get a hold of his arm, and I'll say, "Wake up, son! It's time to go. We got to get ready." That's what God's saying this morning. Wake up! Wake up! We're about to go. It's time to get ready. It's time to get ready. Knowing the time. See, I don't know what you're going through this morning. Daniel eleven thirty two, I was going to quote that. I had that in my notes. Said, "They that do know their God shall be strong and do great exploits." It's, a, it's legal for me to come down, isn't it? Don't you ever just get tired of it seeming like you're doing the things of God and nothing's happening? Thank you for that too. Thank you. See, I get tired. Sometimes, of praying, and it seems like it's not working. I get tired of dealing with situations, and it seems like nothing's working. But sometimes we don't rec- we don't really realize the our surroundings, because sometimes we forget the power. See what did he say in Luke ten nineteen? He said, "I'm giving you power." to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing by any means will harm you. But now, he's not telling you to go get you a box of serpents and scorpions and get your feet in there. Come on. He's not an idiot. He's not telling you to get in there because I'm going to tell you them snakes are going to bite you and the scorpions are going to sting you. But he was giving you an analogy of what life looks like sometimes. But yet he told you, if you're a child of God, you can tread upon serpents, anything that the enemy brings against you, and you can overcome it because of what's on the inside of you. Now, you've got, but here's the thing. If the enemy can keep you in a place that you never fully understand who you are, then you won't understand your authority. Peter's in the boat. I'll give you a story. Di- disciples are in the boat. They're out on the Sea of Galilee. A storm comes up. That boat's rocking and reeling. And all at once, they see, Jesus. somebody, it looks like a ghost out on the water. And here comes, finally he gets close enough that they recognize, the Bible said they recognize it's Jesus. And Peter said, if that's you, I want you to bid me to come to you. And all at once, you. but see, they, they, they knew their circumstances, but they didn't know who they were. And Peter said, if that's you Jesus I want you to bid me to come out there King James said and Jesus said well come on and Peter I don't know if he looked at the water or not but he stepped out of the boat and he he didn't care anything about once he got his eyes fully on Jesus enough he didn't look at his circumstances because he understood the command and where it came from Oh, I want somebody in this room this morning to understand what's on the inside of you and who's talking to you and greater is he that is in you than he that is in this world. Hallelujah. I wish I had a church in here because I'm telling you, you are more than who you think you are. I want to encourage somebody in this room to understand you're more than who you think you are. You are greater than what the enemy says you were. Are. I'm telling you, you have more on the inside of you, and the devil is just scared to death for you to figure it out. Because when you figure it out, our fetters are going to start falling. Off. When you figure it out, I'm telling you, the, the, the clutches of the enemy is going to begin to break off. You want the devil to break off your family? Get a hold of God. You want to get the devil off of your finances? Find out who he says you are. Why do you know that, preacher? Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Hallelujah. Say that with me. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I want you to say that again like you mean it. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Somebody needs to let the devil know one more time. Greater is he that is in me than he that's in the world. Oh, preacher, you just don't understand where I am. Well, how about you don't understand where I've been? I'm telling you, there's times I've had to go in that little bathroom and look in that mirror. and See, there's a big destiny for you, son. There's a big destiny. You may not understand it all. I'm trying to embarrass you. But uh, you're a big old boy. There's a big destiny for you. See, God's got to fill your body with your destiny. (laughs) But uh, I go in there to that mirror several times a week. And I have to remind myself. See, sometimes I don't just prophesy in church. I have to go to the mirror and prophesy to myself. The Bible said David encouraged himself in the Lord. Uh-huh. David encouraged himself in the Lord what do you mean preacher? That means he got low enough, so there wasn't enough people around him to keep him pumped up and he had to go encourage himself in the Lord, I don't even know that he had a mirror but there's been times I'm telling you I'm walking in the greatest season I've ever walked in but yet at the same time it's been the greatest battlefield that I've ever had, am I running over too much? Okay I just wanted to make sure And uh, but I, I, I have God has fulfilled about 13 years worth of prophecies over my life but at the same time I'm having to fight battles now that I never had to fight before that fulfillment came. And so I understand some things. I understand some depression. I understand some anxiety. I understand. Anybody else in here besides me feel unsettled? I mean literally. Me My mama were talking about it. I'm glad to have my mother here today. I'm so thankful she's not able to come and be with me very often but because I passed her out of town. But there's an unsettledness in the Spirit like I've never felt before. I understand who Jesus is and I'm not worried about that. And I understand the Holy Spirit and I'm not worried about that. But there is an unsettledness going across the body. You know what I think it is? I think it's the Holy Spirit moving around. You know the Bible said that in the... Jesus told them, said, you know the disciples, they were trying to separate the sinners and the saints and the sheep and the goats. And Jesus Jesus said, wait, 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 you just let God do that because in the last day, said, I'm going to separate the wheats from the tares. And I'm telling you, what I think is going on right now is the Holy Spirit is moving across the earth and He's shaking some things. He's shaking some things up. He's finding out who's really born again and who's really not born again. He's finding out who really means it and who's not. Because I'm going to tell you something. The Bible said if any man be in Christ, old things got to pass away. And all things become new. Oh, what are you saying, preacher? I'm going to go there. If you get mad at me, just get mad at the Bible because it's in there. You cannot live like the devil and be a Christian. Uh, Thank you, 4-5. What do you mean? You've got to turn from the world when you come to the kingdom of God. Jesus said you can't serve two masters. See, you've got to deny one and love one and hate the other, the Bible said. Well, what? I didn't, you didn't need to get off on that preacher. Oh, yes, I did because you've got to know the times you live in. And you've got to understand how critical it is. See, I didn't know who was going to be here today, but God did. And you've got it. It's decision making time now. It's time to make the decision. I'm going to serve God and I'm going to turn from the world or I'm going to serve the world and I'm going to turn from God. Now, nobody wants to turn from God, but I'm telling you, the world is shook up right now and you need to know whose team you're on. Come on, somebody. You need to know where you stand. You need to know the times. It's time to wake up and understand. Well, you're the preacher. Yeah, and every day I have to repent. Because listen, more than anything, we used to sing a song when I was growing up, more than wealth, fame, or desire, more than all this world's attire, more than anything in this life, I've got to make it. What good is all I've come to know and gain the world and lose my soul? Well, more than anything in this life, I've got to make it. More than anything in this life, I've got to make it. I've got to know my name. Inscribed in the Lamb's Great Book of Life. I want to hear him say, Well done, enter in, my child. You've won more than anything in this life. I've got to make it. See, it's decision time. You want to play? Y'all can play. Come on, praise team. I'll I'll shut up. How about preaching myself to death? Hallelujah. God wants you to know. Wake up. I'm not saying everybody in here's a sinner. I didn't come to beat up anybody. But I did come to make some people wake up. I did come to help somebody understand. You can go a little farther. You've got enough in you to overcome what you're dealing with right now. I don't know what you're dealing with. I don't know what you're facing. But I come to tell you, you're going to make it. If you'll give it to the Lord, you're going to make it. If you'll trust the Lord, you're going to make it. I don't understand how everything's going to unfold in my own life right now. But I'm telling you, I know that I know that I know that I know that I'm going to make it. See, I, I understand the weapons of my warfare, are not carnal. That's why I'm kind of radical about my praise and radical about my worship because I I, I love what that song said. Listen, it, it means nothing if all you're standing here is, I dance my way to deliver. No, you don't. No, you don't. I... No you don't, no, you don't. You don't have to be radical, but you have to move. Faith comes by hearing. You want me to tell you how I know that? How that God's an action God? Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. Well, how do you hear if you don't speak? See, that's motion. You don't get faith by thinking about it. You get faith by declaring it. How do you know, preacher? Okay, I'm gonna give you some, unload some word on you. Mark 11, 23, 24 says, if you have faith, he said, first of all, have faith in God. The next verse says, if you have faith, there's a grain of mustard seed. Do you know how tiny that is? Have you ever seen a mustard seed? He said if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed and say to this mountain be thou removed be cast into the sea and you don't doubt it. Now listen to this. Easy. Easy. I want them to hear this. If you say and you don't doubt it and you believe what you say shall come to pass. I didn't write it y'all. God himself wrote it. He said if you believe what you say then the things that you say shall come to pass and you shall have what you say. He didn't say you'll have what God said. Now you should be saying what God said. But he didn't say you'll have what God said. He said you'll have what you say. What does that mean, preacher? That means I've got to put some action to it. I've got my oldest daughter. She left home two weeks before her 18th birthday. Moved out while we were going to church one Sunday morning. I have not heard from her except for finally this week. We talked an hour and a half on the phone. That child, I've watched her prophesy. I've brought her up in church. She knows God. She's got the call of God on her life. You don't believe in women preachers? Tough because she's going to preach. That's just your loss. Because God calls women just as much as He calls men. I hate to bust your bubble, but Mary Magdalene was the first one to preach that Jesus was risen. I don't, you know, and God never said that she had that somebody had to get up and ha Jesus is risen. Ha! I hate all that foolishness. Quit trying to put your swing on it. A woman is the first person to preach the gospel. You don't have to accept it. It's in the Bible. If God said it, that's it. He don't care what you think. And I'm not being the smart element. Boy, I really blew it up today. I won't never get to come back. Oh, this is live too. eh? Oops. Stand with me. I'm going to shut up. There's got to be some action on our part. Peter could have stayed in that boat, feared the water, feared every part of his circumstances, and he would have never known the miracle power of God. I wonder if there's anybody in this room and maybe every head bowed and every eye closed, I wonder if there's anybody in this room that says, preacher, I know God has more for me, but I just don't exactly know what it is and how to get there, and I want you to pray for me. Is there anybody here that would just lift your hands that would say, pray for me. I want everything God's got. Lord, there's hands going up all over this building. Yeah, yeah, God bless you all over this place. I wonder if there's anybody in this place, you can put your hands down, before I go any further, I wonder if there's anybody in this place that says, Preacher, I am—I know I'm not where I need to be with God. And I need to fix that up right now. Anybody? God, it's going up all over. All right, heads are bowed, eyes are closed. If you lifted your hand at all, would you join me down here? Would you just come and stand? Anybody that wants to. I'm not embarrassing anybody. I promise I won't do that and I'm telling you God's in this room for you He came for you today He came to touch you glory to God everybody in this room say this with me Lord Jesus I ask you right now to forgive me of my sins cover me in the blood of Jesus I repent right now For anything that I've led in my life that is contrary to you. And I receive a brand new touch today. Thank you Jesus for your forgiveness. Thank you for your grace. I don't deserve it but I receive it. Thank you for your work on Calvary. In Jesus name. Say Satan, I serve you notice today. You don't own me. I denounce you. You have no power over me any longer. I'm gonna serve the Lord. I'm gonna know the times I live in, and I'm gonna fight you until my dying day. I will lift up Jesus for the rest of my life. In Jesus' name. Now would somebody clap your hands in this place. See, the Bible said, with the mouth, confession is made. Now, I don't know where you stand today, but I just want you all over this place to lift up your hands. I don't even know what they're going to sing. And I'm going to pray for you. I'm just going to come down and lay my hand on you. I, it's nothing. There's nothing in me. Don't look to get nothing from me. But it's Jesus. Jesus wants you full of who he is. And so I just, come on, uh, Bubba, and walk with me behind these folks. And I'm just gonna come by, but they're gonna worship, you worship. Just worship in your seat back there. Oh.